Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's up, Bad Dad Podcast Land? That's it. <laughs> there he is. How are you? <laughs> I got ready to throw you guys a change up and go real quiet. It didn't work. But I went real loud. <laughs> so, hey, I'm just a little Hank. Just a little Hank. Just a little, <laughs> little Hank. I got my home slice, Miss Moan, over there. Hey, everybody. What's happening, yo? Hey. All right. So, full fairness, you feeling uh, better? I am. We we usually tape um, these on, t- on Thursdays. Yep. Um, but Miss Mona was um, under the weather, feeling a little rough, had no voice. Had no voice. She sounded like a grumpy old man. I couldn't even sound like that at first. There's not a lot required for a podcast. The voice is one of them. <laughs> yes, yeah, that right. is one. And so then over there, you just heard his voice. He is producer, DJ Dan, the edit man, Dean Dan. Yep. Little fancy pants. One of these days, I'll hit record. Uh, we are recording now, by the way. <laughs> I yeah. saw that look. I was like, wait a minute. We have had one trial running here. Uh, and, they um, did great, so, though. Hey, man, I threw in uh, even Little Fancy Pants there. <laughs> so if you want to know, Little Fancy Pants oh. comes from, I thought, Drew and Dan and a few other guys were talking about the rock concert around here. Let me tell you something. You want to hear something. Go on our Facebook page and you listen to this morning what River's Edge did. It. I hope yep. those guys are listening. A little shout out to River's Edge. Yep. Man, we had, as Dan said, when we bitch. were... Not recording, but we were talking, apparently, <laughs> thinking we were recording. He said, man, that was not a concert. That was a worship Amen. service. And that's yep. what it was. Yep. But anyway, in the midst of the talking this morning, I thought one of them said, the little fancy pants <laughs> <laughs> showed up at the rock concert. And I'm like, who is little fancy pants? <laughs> and um, I just thought it was when somebody dressed real nice. Little fancy pants. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, so glad you guys are back with us, man. Oh. And um, so we're continuing on in... Psalms and our favorite ones, of which Dan doesn't have another favorite one. There's only 150, and Dan has one. <laughs> We're going. Uh, keep find on, another keep one. on. We're going back to that one for this. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to turn this back over to Miss Mona. Hey. So Miss Mona, it's all about you, sister. Yes. Yeah, so um. <laughs> yeah, it really should hit record the first time we were. <laughs> <laughs> so we are in Psalm 146, and. Um, I have to confess that I don't know that it was my favorite psalm when I picked it, but um, it just spoke out to me, and then even more as I studied it. So um, I'm glad I chose it. So if Hank would read, I'm not going to look at him because that will make him laugh. If <laughs> Hank, if you would read Psalm 146 and then pray for it. Let me just tell you, I got it, girl. Okay, go. Psalm 146, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. Put not your trust in princes, in a son of man in whom there is no salvation. When his breath departs, he returns to the earth. On that very day, his plans perish. Hank Meadows' addendum here. <laughs> That's straight truth there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Going on. Word of God again. Blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry, The Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteousness. Dot, dot, dot. Hank, again, what a powerful (laughs) statement. Dot, dot, dot. Back to the word. The Lord watches over the sojourners. He upholds the widow and the fatherless. But the way of the wicked he brings to ruin. The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, to all generations. 
praise the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, God be with us. Lord, we want to come first. We want to acknowledge uh, that we are just sojourners here and pilgrims here. And Father, we're walking toward a city. And so, God, I pray that we would have the faith of Abraham and the courage of Daniel, Father, and the, the love of you, of David, Father God, and that we would desire in everything that we do to be praising to you. Father, use this time to help us first to glorify you and another to do the same, Father. Lord, we love you and praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you. And I'm going to start at the very— Boom. <laughs> I'm going to start at the very beginning and— um, that phrase, praise the Lord, which we see twice there in verse 1, and then again at the very end in verse 10. Um, in the Old Testament, which was written in Hebrew, in the Hebrew, there are seven words for the, vo- for the word praise. That we Seven words that are translated into praise. And so um, each one shows praise in a different way. And so this praise here is hallel. And that is a boasting, a raving, celebrating, to clamorous, be clamorously foolish. Um, and ex- it's an exuberant expression of celebration. And when we have that phrase, praise the Lord, that's where we get the word hallelujah that we have, u- you know, that we use. Um, I haven't heard it used in a really long time. Um, hallelujah? Yeah, I don't. Maybe I just go me out of this country. You'll hear you. Yes, that, well, that's what I'm. Yeah. And so but that's where we get it from is is that phrase exactly as Hallel Yah, which is an abbreviated form of Yahweh. Um, Hallelujah. <laughs> and as you know, as you're looking at it, it this that word Hallel emphasizes the vital necessity of praising God. Amen. And isn't that awesome? Because um, I don't. Sometimes I think we forget how important it is for us to praise God. Well, if you want a reminder, go back in some of our episodes. We went through um, Sermon on the Mount, right? Mm-hmm. And um, got to the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed, right? Yep. Be Thy name, right? And in prayer, you know, if, if you go by the Acts method, adoration. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I really try to focus on that now in my prayers is is to give God praise. Yep. Above all else, he is due praise. Right. Um, like, um, you know, there's just fresh, so river's edge. Even in the bad times, God is still good. Yes, absolutely. Even in you walking through darkness and through a valley, God's still good. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's going to use it all for the believer to bring about something good. Right. The question is, we do we trust him? Right. And, you know, in Scripture, when something is repeated, they didn't have exclamation points. It's right. making a statement. Right. So for this um, 10-verse psalm to have it, I, and I included in verse 2, praises to my God, mm-hmm. five times they stress, praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Right. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praises to my God, praise the Lord. Yes. What the psalmist is doing is saying, hey, guys, praise the Lord. <laughs> right. In everything what you we do. need to do, yeah. right? And this is vital. This is necessary for us to do. And then, as he goes on, he tells us why, why we are able to praise the Lord. And so, we're going to get. In. Do you have any thoughts on praise the Lord before I move? Oh, on? yeah. Uh, I can't one, hardly see you. One of the one of the uh, the things I like is is in verse two. This I will, I will. The it's a decision. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And if you're going to praise the Lord in the those rough times we were just talking about, it has to be a decision that's made before that point. Yes. 
And so it, it's not it's not a decision based on circumstances. It's a decision based on who God is and your recognition of who God is and how great He is. So praise a lot of people get and being part of the the worship team. We we've seen this before too. People get caught up in the emotional side of it. Mm-hmm. It's not. I will praise the Lord when when I feel emotional or when I hear the right music or when it's I will praise the Lord with every breath that I have for the rest of my days. Yes, yes. And then let me back that up. Uh-huh. And then he said, and in both statements when he says it, he gives you the definite definite period of time he's going to do it yeah. as long as I live yes. while I have my being. Right. There's no question in that. Yeah. He's like, know. here's my and I wrote down a decision and a dedicated time for that. Yes. Decision. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Lifetime. Yep. Yep. Yep, good. Um, and so as we go move on through the um, psalm, this is the part that really grabbed me and why I wanted to um, do it this um, at this time was when he says, put not your trust in princes. So we can praise, we praise the Lord because we know that we can trust him. And, and later, starting in verse five, we're going to talk about all the things that we have from God, which... Um, bolsters our faith and trust in him. But he starts by telling us what we should not do. And we should not trust in princes, in a son of man in whom there is no salvation. When his breath departs, he returns to the earth. And on that very day, his plans perish. And I think that that is something that we struggle with a lot these days, that our eyes get turned from um, trusting in God to trusting in what we can see, um, trusting in the things that are immediately in front of us, the people that are immediately in front of us, the people who are squawking the loudest on the TV. Um, and we put our trust in those things and in politics and in um, what the medical science supposedly says. And, and instead, we have to, we need to not put our trust in that because that is not what is going to sustain us. That is not what is eternal. Because as you pointed out when you were reading, um, his plans perish. And so anything of this world that we put our trust in is just going to perish. There, there's a saying in athletics. It, I'm, all right, we're going another level on the Mosaic of Marion. I'm about to quote <laughs> Mike Tyson. <laughs> you know, I think probably the best fighter I've ever seen fight. Mm-hmm. Um, he he said one time, he said, everybody's got a game plan until they get punched in the mouth. Yep, <laughs> yep. Everybody that breathes got a game plan until you die. Yeah. And that day your plans perish because, you, I mean, I've heard people say, God ain't got nothing on me. I'll say what for when I get to heaven. Uh, no, you you got a plan here, buddy, <laughs> but the day you die, those plans perish because yeah. he will punch you in the mouth with hell. <laughs> yep. And, and you'll. I hope y'all made the connection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. Well, it's, it's this idea of, and we can say that here because we're not face to face with him. Right. And, and I love, and it, I'll go back again this morning, River's Edge. They pointed out that there will be a time where every knee will bow. You don't have a choice. Once you right. see how great God is, 100% without this earth in the way, you know, or this world in the way, you will bow. Yeah. We see dimly yeah. now, yeah. Yeah. Yep. but then face to face. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. What a great truth. Right. Yep. And, and so I just think the importance of the um, what the psalmist is telling us, that n- that we are not to put our trust in these things. Right. And, um, but it's so easy for us to do. Yes. And so I think that that then goes back to those decisions in verse two, to praise the Lord and sing praises to God, that, um, that that then can help keep us. One of the things that can help keep us from putting our trust in those things. Okay. 
I'm looking to see if you got something else to say. I, I can. Um, it, and it's it. just, it goes back to, I'm always amazed at how short-sighted we are as people. Uh, Sorry. Apparently, apparently Hank's so short-sighted that he hits the mic sometimes. <laughs> um, the, but no, you know, we, we tend to think something's absolutely true if people agree on it for 20 years or something. Right. That's the blink of an eye to the Lord. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, Is it even and that? So what what can we depend on? Well, the Lord, because every truth that we're given through the Bible is still true today. Yes. And will be true a million years from now. Yes. Yep, absolutely. Because yep. his word is living and powerful, sharper right. than any two edged sword. And it cuts the very marrow and joints and uh, and thoughts and intents of the heart. I love that part. Intents of the heart. Mm-hmm. God will never go away. Mm-hmm. Right. If your plans don't involve Repenting of your sins, seeing yourself as a sinner, acknowledging him as Lord and Savior, which both of those head up to repentance. Your plans are going to perish. Yep. You're, number one, you're not going to live forever. Right. At some point, you will face your maker. Mm-hmm. The question is, are you going to face him clothed in his righteousness mm-hmm. or in your own works? Mm-hmm. That's ultimately the question before us. That's ultimately why he says on that very day, his plans, his plans perish. Because he ends up in a place called hell. Right. But when you praise God out of a heart that's tuned to God, right. you look to him in love. Yes. And God is the one who loves the righteous. Right. Right. And so moving into um, verse 5, then it says— I jumped way ahead. Yeah, I know, and then we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God. And so we see there that help— is um, for the present and that hope is for the future. Mm-hmm. And so in everything that we have from the present to the future, we have in God. And that blessed is a um, the one who God bestows favor on. And then as we go through um, the rest of the verses, um, six through nine. Can I say something about that? Though? Yeah, go for it. About five. So I, I believe as I read this and I think about saying he's the God of Jacob. Um, remember who Jacob was. Jacob was a trickster. Yeah. Jacob was a conniver. Jacob didn't get anything in the right way. He would always do things to, you know, he, he tricked his daddy to giving him the birthright. He, he used his brother's hunger to get uh, some other, um, the birthright, and then he tricked his daddy into giving him his blessing. So it constantly was this trickster. Right. But ultimately, hey, it ties back in. When he came face to face with Jesus and he came face to face with God, yep. what happened? He realized he couldn't trick him. Mm-hmm. Yep. He wrestled and he wrestled and mm-hmm. he wrestled and he wrestled, mm-hmm. but he could not trick God. Right. He could not do anything to get around God. He couldn't get away from him. He couldn't get around him. And so he finally figured out that God was his only hope. Right. And then his name got changed to Israel. Right. And so... You can try to trick people. You can try to trick. You'll never trick God. You'll never um, outwit God. Yeah. Your only hope for getting out of this thing called life alive is the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Yep. Put your hope in him and nothing else. Right. There is no such thing as the fountain of youth. Right. Right. Um, and so um, we see what we see in verses six through nine are why we can have God as our help and our hope Mm -hmm. and in the characteristics and the attributes of God that we see, um, in, um, for why. So the first one, verse six, um, who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them. And that shows 
his sovereignty. Because mm-hmm. when we look at creation and the story of creation in Genesis 1, and as we read that and we see it, we see that because he created all of that, he is sovereign over all yes. of it. Mm-hmm. And so I I often say, and I've probably said it on here too before, that we have to have a firm, solid belief in God's sovereignty. Mm-hmm. We have to. Because if we don't, then when things come, like sickness and job loss and moving and when our life is turned upside down, if we don't fully believe that God is sovereign, we won't be able to hold on to him. Right. We won't be able to hold on to him as our help or our hope because we we will get so caught up in the tragedy that's before us, the difficulty that's before us. But if we are firmly holding on to the fact that he is sovereign, then we can say, I don't understand it, but I know that you're in control. Yeah. And so, in, and I love that's, that's probably one of the things that um, that I have just really learned to really hold on to is that sovereignty of God. I think it's loving being out of the driver's I, seat. I know, I know. Yeah. He's liking it a little so bit too much. So what you're saying much. is this. <laughs> too much. Really, how you walk through a valley or in darkness, in a sense, not even like, you know, you can get off into that valley. Your perspective really is based upon how you see Jesus, yeah. God. Yeah, it really is. And, and just like, um, you know, we were talking today and River's Edge was ministering to us and, and talking about how that God is good and cancer is not good mm-hmm. and losing your job is not good and being in a difficult situation, our circumstances might not be good, but God is good. Always. And in Psalm 119, it says that God is good and he does good. And so our circumstances might not be good, but if we also cling to the fact not only that he's sovereign, but that he is good, mm-hmm. then that gives us the ability to to stick it out and to endure and trust in him and know that he's going to be faithful. Because you have a rock. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. You don't have shifting sands. You right. have a rock. Right. The storms will beat. Right. The winds will come. The rains will pour. Right. But yet God says this rock right. will never be moved. What a truth. Yes. What a way to hold it. And when you're going through the storms, right. you need some firm foundation or else Absolutely. you will be literally carried out to sea. Right. You know, we were, um, my, my husband, as you know, but listeners don't, but 23 years in the Air Force. And we didn't move that much um, because he was in the band. But I had a chance to... Um, minister and be involved in Bible studies and stuff with other, um, Air Force wives. And, um, anytime um, they got, had to move, my words to them were always, well, you know, the Air Force thinks that they're in charge of you, but really it's God. And so (laughs) then when we were told that we were moving, um, you know, I had somebody turn to me and look at me and say, now it's time to put feet to what you have Mm. said. Mm. And I said, (laughs) you're absolutely right. And, and because I had been been voicing that to so many people, then I was able to voice it to myself as well. That even though we had been there for 12 years and we had all been, we were all ministering at the church and on staff. And, um, but yet we knew because we had been rehearsing it, that it wasn't the Air Force that was in control of moving us. It was God. And that even though we didn't understand it um, and it was very painful um, he was the one who was in charge of saying it's time to go and it's time to go somewhere else. 
but because we were able to hold on to that in his sovereignty. Any thoughts? Uh, just, you know, a lot of people struggle with uh, trying, I've got to get control of my life. I got to get control. Mm. Here's the thing. Thank God that you don't have control. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I'm speaking from experience. If you ever think you're sovereign over anything, have a child, and you'll find out every day <laughs> of your life that's not the case. But but the good news is that the one that, that does have control is so much more gracious and giving and loving than you could ever be. So just give him control, and you don't have to know where it ends. Just know that it's good. Yes. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and then it moves on in ver- the end of verse six. It says, who keeps faith forever. And so that shows us God's faithfulness. And if we've ever um, are able to know what, um, if we're ever able, when we know that you guys are distracting me, they're totally distracting <laughs> me. So anyway, God's faithfulness. And once, <laughs> once we learn of God's faithfulness, then we can ca- hold on to that and carry that through us. Um, and um, his faithfulness is something else that we are able to hold on to, um, no matter what comes. He is faithful when we are faithless. Yes, yeah. Yep, absolutely. Um, and because they told me how many, much time we have left. <laughs> um, because these are too good to miss. But verse 7 says, who executes justice for the oppressed. So we see God. Like executions? No. <laughs> Justice. <laughs> Got our tagline for the episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's not clickbait here. Not, <laughs> no, not with our podcast. <laughs> That's the next one. Never yes. mind. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, who gives food to the hungry? That shows that God is our provider. Um, the Lord sets the prisoners free. He's our redeemer. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. He's our healer. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. He's our sustainer. Um, and then I'm going to jump to nine real quick. The Lord watches over the sojourners. He upholds the widow and the fatherless. He's our protector. Um, and so those things, his sovereignty, his faithfulness, his justice, his provision, his redemption, his healing, his His um, sustaining and his protecting, those are the reasons why we can trust in him and have him as our help and have him as our hope rather than trusting in the things of this world. Those are his characteristics that we can hold on to. Amen. <laughs> As well said. I mean, it is. It's that's that's a life, right? Right there. Right. If he had no other characteristics but those, wouldn't that right. be good enough? But he has so many He's more. So many more. Right. So many more. <laughs> right. But it just those. Right. I mean, yep. what else would you need right. to live a full life? Right. And, and I mean, the key. I love the one. The Lord loves the righteous. Mm-hmm. So going back to that, the Lord loves the righteous, but in verse um the end of verse nine he says but the way of the wicked he brings to ruin and so when you tie those two together then we see that that is yet another reason why we can trust him because if we're if we say yes i'm going to live for you yes i have um died to myself and crucified to myself and living for christ and um then we become righteous in his eyes because he gives us Jesus' righteousness comes on us and he loves us. And so that way we can trust him. And then we know that he's not going to bring our life to ruin because we're one of his. Yeah. And, and so, um, isn't that a play towards Romans 8, 28? Yeah. In that, in a sense. Yeah. It's hitting you there. Right. Right. And so uh, this whole Psalm is just filled with why, 
we can trust God and, and what it is about God that we can trust him. Um, and so no wonder the psalmist started and ended in praise mm-hmm. because of all of these truths that are here about God. And they are great truths. Yep, yep. Man, give me that list again. <laughs> so we see that um, in verse 5, we see that God is our help and our hope, our help for the present and our hope for the future because we see his sovereignty, his faithfulness, his justice, that he's our provider, he's our redeemer, He's our healer, he's our sustainer, and he's our protector. Wow, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. preach. Yeah. I may steal that and preach it one Sunday. <laughs> well, and I love that that it starts off, you know, to go back to, to the earlier point, like there's this decision, I will praise you. Then we get all yes. of these things that yeah. say, yeah. well, here's why that's not a hard decision to make. And, and a key part of that is in verse 5 where he's talking about hope, that's not a I hope it happens kind of hope. Yes. That's a I've put everything I got into this because I know it will happen. And then he lists out all of those reasons he can hope in Jesus. And it, right. it's... Yeah, stuff. biblical hope is different from like I hope it we get some rain. There's stuff. no uncertainty in biblical yeah, there's hope, uncertainty right. whether it will or not. In biblical terms, when he say my hope is, in other words, my faith is found yes. solely right. Right. upon this. My dependence mm-hmm. is there. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it will certainly come true. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Um, oh, I forgot it. And I wasn't even talking. It was going to be great. I could. It tell. was. <laughs> we wasn't even trying to distract you at and, that moment. No. And I was going to write it down so I didn't forget. And I didn't. Have, I didn't. Jeez, oh, you've been hanging around me way too long. Come back. You got a good minute and a half to remember it. You're good. Yeah, <laughs> good minute and a half. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. It's gone. Come and listen to a story about a man. <laughs> oh, that'll help her. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right, that. bring it to a close. <laughs> well, I would if I could remember what I was going to say. Oh, that would have been so statement. good. Uh, it would have been a good one. Hank's, Hank's going to start us off with the closing statement. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Maybe it'll come back to me. Yeah, so as I looked at this, you have every reason to trust, hope, and praise the Lord, and none for the world. There you go. Absolutely. Run tell that producer DJ Dan Reed, my, whatever your name is today. God goes along with it though. Uh and it, it was uh don't don't miss out on the eternal because you're distracted by the immediate. Mm. Um, wow. Follow them too. Yeah, okay. Um <laughs> Well you wrote it down. I did, it came back to me. Um you know, as we look at five through nine, um it I just was thinking of something you said just made me think about it, that no matter what you're facing it's here in this psalm, and in this psalm is how God will help you. Mm. Whether you need healing, whether you need justice, mm. whether you need to see God's faithfulness, whatever it is that you're facing, He's the answer for it, and it's right here in this psalm. Amen. That's a good word. Mm. Boy, that may be the best closing we've ever had. <laughs> and that's saying something, because I've had some really good ones. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. oh, I kid because I we care. <laughs> Somebody out there in podcast land is going, mighty swarmy, is he? <laughs> all that in the bucket of fries. I see we have a first time listener. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You've not heard me all the other episodes. Yeah, go back. <laughs> Dan, would you close this in sure, prayer? And then I sure. know Hank has. Let's pray. 
<laughs> Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this opportunity again to to come to your word and and just be reminded every time that it never returns void. Every time we look at it, there's something new, some new truth that we can can learn from it and apply to our daily lives. And Heavenly Father, we we do thank you that. Uh, as so many people wrongly say, they say we have a blind faith, but we're never called to have a blind faith. You give us reason after reason after reason to put our faith in you and nothing else. And so, Heavenly Father, we just pray that that those that listen would be reminded that they don't need control. The one really in control has given them a way to, to accept him as their Lord and Savior and live for him and in his family. And there's no greater joy or privilege than to be part of your family. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for giving me this opportunity to share your word. In Jesus' name, we pray these things. Amen. Amen, amen. Hey, so I'm taking back controls now. <laughs> My name is Hank Madison. I'm pastor here at Marion Baptist Church. So thankful you guys tuned in. Hey, good job. That's Miss Home, Miss Miss Homie. Miss Homie. Your <laughs> name Miss Homie. Miss Homie the Mona. Everybody gets new names <laughs> today. Right. Hey, you did a great job there, Miss Mona. My little home skillet. Little old Hank says you did pretty good. That's right. <laughs> And producer DJ Dan, the edit man, Reed. Uh, so glad. Okay, uh, a little fancy pants. Little fancy pants over there. Hey, glad you're with us too, man. So, Absolutely. hey, sayonara. Bye.